0: It takes two, Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon. The entire region is talking about the weather right now. And man, oh man, Amy and I spent a good amount of time today looking at the radar and it said, well, looks like the KFGO Studios is in this part of We're the We're basically snow. meteorologists
1: then, now. Right.
0: But your house, J.J., <laughs> looks like it might be getting more than, oh, I don't know, like Randy's Diner will be.
1: At about 5.30 this uh, tomorrow morning, you're yeah. going to be getting more snow than the KFGO Studio, according to... To, you know, me, who knows nothing about this and should not be trying to forecast any kind of weather. So do not listen to me. This is why we call the experts.
0: I think we know that the metro right now is kind of in a flux for what we're going to get. But certainly places that are further to the south, my goodness. I mean, we're talking about a potential winter storm that might go down in the history books
1: for sure carl jones is with us now from the national weather service in grand forks and joins us again carl we want to know what's happening over the 24 hours because you don't want me making predictions
2: well i mean you guys are looking at the radar it's probably a pretty good place to start <laughs> uh, pretty pretty wide swath of snow that's currently falling over pretty much the entire state of south dakota expanding into uh, a good portion of southern Minnesota. I can see that's uh, starting to fill in with some heavy snow rates already. Um, So yeah, they're pretty much on track, kind of like what you were mentioning and alluding to, that potentially uh, some historic impacts for some of those areas in Minnesota. Luckily, we aren't expecting that here in the Red River Valley. However, we still are expecting blizzard conditions to develop, Um, more so later on this evening and into tonight probably see the worst conditions getting into tonight um, during those overnight hours after sunset and through uh, the early morning hours um, until uh, early morning we start to see those winds and the snow gradually start to taper off and hopefully we start to see those conditions improve and uh, by midday tomorrow we should see those uh, conditions um, greatly improve. Um, I was still seeing some, uh, some lingering blowing snow for tomorrow, and then even actually right now, uh, we're starting to see those uh, increase in the winds that is contributing to some blowing snow um, across the southern Red River Valley, and particularly uh, just not really quite yet blizzard type conditions just yet.
1: It does. And... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, you know. That's really what's going to be driving our, uh, our impacts and our conditions. Um, we're not really expecting to see a whole lot of new snow necessarily, especially compared to neighbors to our south. But uh, nevertheless, you know, um, conditions are expected to be quite deteriorated. Um, near impossible travel to impossible travel is expected for tonight.
1: Yeah, that, that light snow, an accumulation of just one to three inches for the metro in Fargo, is that right?
2: Yep. Yeah, we're still expecting, uh, you know, those, the lighter amounts of snow, um, like you had mentioned, between one to three inches is still on track for the Fargo area. As you get closer to the South Dakota border and portions of west central Minnesota, those uh, those amounts do increase to that four to potentially as high as nine inches. Um, but that, uh, again, will um, probably be a rather tight gradient of snowfall um, with higher amounts being closer to the uh, to that South Dakota border and uh, places like Alexandria or, or Grant County and that kind of thing.
0: Carl at this point how how much do we think that there could be a change right I mean is there a, a good chance for any of this to shift around at all or are we pretty much looking at what to expect?
2: Uh, so uh, there hasn't really been a whole lot of uh, deviation in what guidance has offer, offered us, uh, at least. And then um, as far as the uh, what's currently happening compared to what guidance suggests is happening, um, they seem to be in pretty good agreement. Um, so the chances for any substantial changes is, uh, is rather low. At least we, we're not expecting any substantial changes, any uh, any sort of things to be like, oh, uh, those got you moments. We're not really expecting those Um and, uh, you know, if anything, we might see a little bit longer to actually reach those true blizzard uh, conditions. But nevertheless, we are still seeing a very good indications that those blizzard conditions do develop, especially uh, overnight tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, and that blizzard portion of this winter weather, we have a winter weather advisory and then a blizzard. As we know now, blizzard has everything to do with the wind and not much to do with the snow that's going to fall. But in order to get a blizzard, you need those really, really high winds, right?
2: Correct. Exactly. You know, it's it could be comparable to fog, to dense fog. It's a visibility reduction kind of a thing. However, when you're in fog and if you happen to pull over or you can't tra- you know, travel far enough because it's so dense, you might not necessarily be in that life-threatening situation where you could be For instance, in the middle of winter, when you have these really uh, cold conditions, if you get stuck and stranded in these cold conditions, and uh, you could potentially get yourself into a life-threatening situation. Um, If you can't maintain your heat and you're stuck there for hours, uh, you're talking like risk for frostbite and hypothermia, which could be very dangerous.
1: Carl Jones is from the National Weather Service in Grand Forks, the Grand Forks office. So I know that you're not completely following what's happening in the Twin Cities, but Oof, they are in for a doozy of a winter storm here, it looks like. I know just this morning I was seeing by 10 a.m. they had already got four inches. They had canceled hundreds of flights. It looked so messy down there. Is it true that they're going to get somewhere upwards of 20 inches of snow?
2: It's it's still possible. It's still in the realm of possibility that somewhere within uh, the central and southern portion of Minnesota could see um, that uh you know, a foot and a half um, uh, snowfall totals. It's really hard to say if the cities themselves will see that um, just because, uh, you know, some things really have to align. These like really heavy bursts of snow really have to align themselves to get those those true high amounts. Um, but nevertheless, um, the cities still hold that chance that they could see those amounts, um, but also, uh, you know, pretty much the entire portion of the central and southern Part of the state could see those amounts as well that's it, not to say the entire central is going to see that but just somewhere in there
0: carl not too long ago we had a system that seemed to just kind of park itself right so it, it made its way across but before we got to the tail end the system started moving back towards us um is this system slow or is it just so big and that's why these watches and warnings are so long
2: Yeah, so it's not so much, and I believe you're referring to our system in December where it just kind of parked itself. Um, This is not really one of those cases. Um, In this particular case, um, we have this Arctic air that's up in Canada that's pushed far enough south into the northern tier of the U.S., and that's kind of colliding with warmer air coming in from the south in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, And then we have these waves that kind of move over this this temperature gradient, if you will. And that's what's really kind of driving the elongated uh, snow potential, just because there's these multiple waves coming over this, this highway, if you will, of temperature gradient to, to help produce that snow. Um, and so it's not so much more of a, a parking of a system itself. It's rather multiple systems uh, moving over a, or maybe you can say that the temperature gradient is parked.
1: Well, this could be an interesting few days, but it looks like by Sunday we're in the 20s, so that's good. <laughs> just, <laughs> trying yeah. to just look out a little bit, spread some sunshine on this forecast. But it yeah. and it doesn't look like Grand Forks is going to get hit at all with this. So good news for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, Grand Forks will still probably see some, maybe some patchy blowing snow, some drifting snow. We'll definitely be in the uh, the cold air. That's not, you know, that is also sure. a part of this particular uh, system. Uh, that we'll definitely see some cold air impacts. This morning was very cold. We saw the wind chills as low as negative 50 in some portions of the state. Um, we'll probably continue to see that again tonight. Then the cold temperatures um, will last through tomorrow and even into Friday morning. Friday morning looks to be our coldest in terms of air temperatures, where we see widespread negative 20s, maybe some reaching the breaking at negative 30s. Um, but, yeah, we start to see the rebound. Starting on Friday, and then, like you mentioned, by Sunday, we're back in the 20s above. Um, yeah, so the cold air shouldn't, it's not going to linger around, but we still have to get through it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Carl Jones, National Weather Service in Grand Forks, thank you so much for joining us again. We appreciate all your time today.
2: All right, thank you. Thank you.